Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week, we're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and homophobic. <laughs> I want to mention, though, that it's a very special moment for me when Sean is the one who is truly hungover. Yeah, I am very um, hungover. Because usually it's the other way around. And usually, you know, I stumble in here and Sean looks at me and just discuss the look he does so well yeah my Um, favorite yeah and this week i get to look at you with disgust yeah and usually you roll up here you're hungover and you look disgusting (laughs) and i'm hungover but i don't look disgusting so it's it's at least that's kind of (laughs) nice i think i actually said on the way in that you look cute yeah so i kind of wish i knew you were hungover so i could really just like (laughs) rip into you a little you know to make up for all those things so yeah, this week we're <laughs> you've heard right, we're homophobic. <laughs> um, so uh I asked Bree what she wanted to talk about, and I wanted to talk about politics, but we'll see you next week for that, because apparently it's too serious. Um, too hard hitting. Um, and Bree was like, I'm homophobic. And I was like, let's talk about that. <laughs> so so yeah. yeah, this is um a topic very close to my heart. Yeah. And <laughs> I we should say at the beginning of this before we dive in, we're obviously joking. Yeah. I have found recently that I have to be increasingly obvious with my sense of humor yes, on the internet. Yes, yes. Because I have a very dry sense of humor and a lot of people think I'm being serious even when I think I'm being painfully obvious that I'm not. Yes. So so, so yeah. I hate straight people. Yeah. Um I if I could only see queer people and my family, that is how I would live my life. <laughs> That's just the tea. Yeah. That's just the brutal honest tea. However, sometimes our community is really really testing me. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good way to put it. And these are those times. And yeah. these are those stories. <laughs> Before we get into it, make sure that wherever you're listening, you are following or subscribed. It really, really helps us grow. Also, pass us on to your friends and share us on social media and make sure to tag us as well as well on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.lusk and at Brian Williamson. Just take a little screenshot on that phone. Share it to the story. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. It's like the side button and the power button. Like it's yeah. a, a volume and power at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Just a quick tap. Yeah. <laughs> quick one, two on the sides. So um, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. I really don't like that lesbians wear Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm actually really homophobic about that as well. Yeah. Because um, my friend Dana wears Birkenstocks. Yeah. And... Donya. <laughs> Donya, yeah. And, oh yeah, we're supposed to change names on this podcast. Let's call her Donya. Yeah, let's call her not Dana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My friend not Dana wears Birkenstocks, and it literally makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. Because... Let's just say it how it is. They're ugly. They're ugly shoes. They're ugly, and let's say it how it doubly is. Mm-hmm. Open-toed shoes are for people with nice feet. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Are they're for people with manicures, pedicures, all that <laughs> shit, and those are not lesbians. 
<laughs> but lesbians do not follow under that category. No. <laughs> no, they don't. And I know we're going to have people coming for us, people canceling us in the Birkenstock community. The thing is, like, I'm not pressed if the Birkenstock community <laughs> comes for me. That is the one community I am ready to fight. And this week's episode is sponsored by Birkenstocks. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And this week's uh, episode is sponsored by any other shoe than Birkenstocks. <laughs> yeah, I would. I will give you that, that I think that there are a lot of lesbian fashion choices that are very stereotypical. They, I think choices is the perfect choices one. <laughs> very stereotypical, but also very true. Mm-hmm. 100% fact-based, as yeah. most stereotypes are, that lesbians wear... That I question. Yeah. I question why that is okay. Like, what's the other one? Um, well, there's, there's the so other. Many. F- there's the other sandal, though. Mm-mm. Oh, like, no, like slides? No. No, the other They're sandal. like the strappy ones. Oh, yeah. The like. Tiva. Tivas? Yeah, the ones that like. People... I almost said stevia. <laughs> Like the sweetener. The ones that every science teacher wore. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with khaki shorts Absolutely. and then those. Yeah. But it's funny because lesbians kind of dress like science teachers. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they actually do. Yeah. Like striped collared shirts and like jogger pants. And yeah. Like cargo shorts. So I have, besides Birkenstocks, yeah. which seems, I think that'll probably be my most pressing issue mm-hmm. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> The one that really bothers me about gay men specifically, Mm -hmm. and it actually, like, I'm like, I just don't understand. Yeah. Is when gay men say pussy or bussy about themselves. Oh. And I was talking to our okay. mer- mutual friend Carson. Mm-hmm. I'm not Carson about this. <laughs> not Carson. Not yeah. Carson. Um, and he was like, yeah, people, like, because I have a boyfriend. He was like, yeah, people on Grindr will message me and be like, show me your pussy. No. De- no. Dead serious. And he will show me me- multiple messages. No. Of people saying, like, show me your pussy. No. I want to fuck your pussy. No, I'm homophobic. Like, I'm homophobic. why are we doing this? And why? then it also weirds me out because it's like, is there some sort of like weird, like straight fetishization about it? Like, are yeah. you trying to like say that you're fucking a woman? Like, you're gay. You're I don't s- understand. Yeah. I'm confused. By I'm, that. I am also I confused. hate it. I very much so hate it. Yes. And I hate all the people that are saying it. <laughs> yeah. Which increases my you homophobia. Will not be fucking my pussy. <laughs> or seeing it. Like, yeah, no. Like, no. Because it's not a thing. <laughs> you can see my butthole. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so a lot of my homophobia these days um, is what... It ages me, okay? I'm realizing... What doesn't? (laughs) I'm realizing that I am now becoming an old person that looks down at the younger generation and is disgusted by their fashion choices, what they like, how they talk, in the same way as when I was a teenager... You know, my parents would be like, really? You guys wear that? Like, yeah. you guys are losers. And I was like, oh, they're so not cool. Yeah. Like, I am now the mom. Okay. And I'm looking at these kids with absolute disgust and homophobia. And a lot of it stems from TikTok. Okay. Okay? Which is... <laughs> because, obviously, I am not following on, like, YouTube and Instagram, etc. 
young lesbians, right? Like I'm not following anyone who's underage. I mean, but, anybody's a long, yeah, young lesbian by your standards, <laughs> though. So. <laughs> Just call me grandma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but on TikTok, anyone who's on TikTok knows the interesting thing about it is you find all these new people that you usually wouldn't have followed, which is why all these people, like, you know, the Charlie D'Amelios and the Addison Rays of the world, have gone from literally no one knowing who they are to like absolute stardom in like a year because on any other platform trying to grow as a new creator and get a following is so difficult on any other platform like trying to spell d'amelio is would be you know enough exactly would be way too much for people to deal with so it's like popping up all these like trends of younger lesbians you know what they're wearing what they're saying and anyone who has been into the dark depths of lesbian tiktok Knows about Hey Mamas. What the fuck is that? Okay. This is something that... Li- okay. It's literally like all these... I want to say 14 to 17 year old lesbians. Okay. That are just filming themselves. Doing nothing besides looking as cringy as fucking possible. But they think they're looking really hot. Okay. Like lip biting. Like doing the whole thing where they're like trying to look sultry looking into the camera. And then they just go, Hey Mamas. And it, when I tell you that it has made me want to throw in the gay towel and move to Utah and join that polygamous cult down yeah, there. Yeah. Where you wear your little hair and braids. <laughs> you know? Your little hairs. Your little hairs that go in little braids. Anywhere the, the dress, probably some Birkenstocks, little honestly. Dress, little Birk. that's, a, that's the one connection that I will remain with the LGBTQ plus community is Birkenstocks yes, down in Utah. Yes, a throwback to your yeah. past life. Yes. Other than that, I don't want to, anything to do with it. Burn it down. Because seriously, I have never been more disturbed by yeah, this trend. Right. And then what makes it even more disturbing is when you're watching someone so painfully cringe, thinking this must be a joke. Yeah. And then you see all the comments of people being like, so hey. hot, <laughs> like fire emojis, like, hey, mamas, blah, blah. I'm literally like, I, what has come of the world? Yeah. What, what's happened? Well, TikTok. Whatever happened to, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> We're going to end it there. Like, it's disturbing. Yeah. It really is. And I am not here for it. I get that. I wouldn't be here for it either. The other one that we've talked about before, while we're on the topic of lesbian TikTok, is the outrageous amount of choking going on. Right. Like, there is a lot. It's a very, very big trend on TikTok of lesbians grabbing they're usually like best friend because they're just doing it for like clout. It's not yeah. even people they're dating, which I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I have no clue. Where they're singing to them. They're lip syncing about an inch from each other's face, like trying to make the audience think that they're going to kiss, doing like all the sexy little eye rolls and lip bites. And then one of them with brute force grabs Choke. the other by the throat and when i say rattles their skull i am not exaggerating jesus and i'm like oh my god and then the one who's being choked like rolls their eyes back because they're head. dying <laughs> <laughs> and literally looks like their soul is leaving their body yeah like exorcism i'm sorry i grew up in a time that when 
you could only see the whites of someone's eyes, it wasn't an attractive thing. They were a corpse. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a new thing. Right. That's a new thing in the TikTok game. If you can only see the whites of your eyes, people think that's hot. killing it. Pupils? No. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Not on this app, No, absolutely. (laughs) Not on this app, mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So those are two things that have, you know, the... Inner homophobic rage has yeah. really come from recently. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you said, like there are a lot of things. Um, you know, it it is a complete joke, and I think that uh, we say this joke so often that yeah. maybe it might sound like um, problematic. From... Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting canceled after this. Our podcast probably. Is yeah. Over. yeah, it's about time. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're long overdue. Yeah, um, but we say this like all the time. And it's one of those things that it's kind of the same as, like, uh, if you can't uh, love yourself, how the hell are you going to... If you can't roast yourself, how in the hell are you going to roast someone else? Absolutely. And I feel like we, um, as a society, we love the queer community, Mm -hmm. but we really need to, you know, call each other out if we're going to remain the superior folk. Absolutely. You know? We got to make sure that all of our ducks are in a row and not getting choked out. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to put your ducks in a row when I can't see anything but the whites of their Seriously. eyes. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, people marched for this, people. Absolutely. Not to Let's say, not... hey, mamas, and just <laughs> disrespect everything that people have paved the way for. Yeah. Oh, God. Not to fuck your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is there anything that you could say about, like, Gay male culture in general that makes you very homophobic. I mean, most of mine is the racism. Right. Um, (laughs) But that one's not a joke. The rampant racism. Yeah. I'm like, I would say there is like a large portion of um, just genuine disgust. Like there's joking disgust, but there is a lot of genuine disgust that I have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I don't know, a lot of it comes from, I think, like, almost being protective in a weird way. Right. Because I, now, as a mid-twenties gay, Mm -hmm. I look back at the things that I was doing as a young gay. Yes. And I'm like, what was I doing? Right. I really wish Mm -hmm. that somebody was guiding me through this. Yeah. And I wasn't, you know, like duck lips were a thing. Uh, There's all these trends Mm -hmm. that I was I was on board with. And now I'm like, yeah, don't love that. So that's almost how I feel about it. Yeah. I feel a little I'm like, you're going to regret this. (laughs) You're going to regret if you stumble on your old TikTok. Yeah. Hundreds of videos of you choking your friends. (laughs) You know? <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I I could not agree more. Yeah. Or like you're gonna regret it if you you deactivate Grinder and then you activate it ten years from now and yeah. all of your messages to other gay men are like, show me your pussy. <laughs> I'm like, you're it's not it's not gonna be you. It's not you, you know? <laughs> Show me who you really are. Yeah, exactly. You need a little more soul searching before you coming out so bold with the pussies and the hey mamas. Absolutely. It's a lot of extreme choices. Yeah. Li- literally physically extreme choices <laughs> with the choking. Absolutely. Um, A lot of bashing against walls, too. It is also one of those things, like, we've talked about it when we talk about my disdain for TikTok and the fact that your boomer ass self is on it. <laughs> 
I like how you've now decided I'm a fucking boomer. You're a boomer. I'm not a boomer. Anyway, so she's a boomer. I can't wait for this uh, quarantine to be over and to finally go to like some sort of YouTube event or something and everyone being like, so you're 47, right? Like people actually thinking that I'm the ages that are thrown out like, on this. Oh my podcast. god! It's I like it, it was probably hard in the pandemic because people your age are really like susceptible. <laughs> um, we've talked about it though, and it's one of those things that, um, as somebody who is a baby gay, I'm speaking to my past self. Mm-hmm. As somebody who's a baby gay, because we've talked about this in terms of Tumblr and yeah. all those things. And you've talked about it that you saw how people were dressing like uh, yeah. skaters. And, and that's I totally how you just, tried to dress like yeah. that. Yeah. That it's one of those things that you see these TikTok trends or you mm-hmm. see people saying something or taking on lingo and you're trying to figure out who you are yes. and where you fit in the community. Mm-hmm. That the easiest thing to do is say, hey, mama. Yes. You know? <laughs> because you're like, oh, I found it. I found the people that I don't have in my school or my hometown or whatever. And they're all mamas. And they're all <laughs> saying, hey, mama. So I guess if you're a lesbian, you say, hey, mama. Exactly. And it does, like, that's the thing. As much as we were, like, ragging on all these things, as usual, it's all jokes. Yeah. It It is something important to talk about because sometimes when people are making fun of, like, gay TikTok or, like, these really stereotypical trends about the LGBTQ plus community, the thing that you have to understand is, first of all, we've talked about this before on the podcast, Delayed Adolescence, yeah. that at a later age than a lot of heterosexual people, um, cisgendered people, you are finding yourself finding your style, finding what you like. So when other people were doing that when they were like 10, 11, 12, um, and, you know, all my heterosexual pals out there probably can speak to the fact that you had some questionable fashion choices or things you thought were cool back then. Yeah. Other people are doing that a lot later in life. So it does look a little weird when, you know, one 16-year-old who's heterosexual is doing, like, you know, a basketball video on TikTok, and then all of a sudden we have, like, lesbian TikTok And then we have little, like, lesbian head choking anything oh she can gosh. see. <laughs> like, hey, momming across town. You know, like, it, it does look a little like, what are these yeah. people on? But you want so badly to be a part of something, and I'm speaking yeah. from personal experience, you want to, you finally find who you think you are, and then you look up to the people usually in social media landscape, the people with a lot of followers and that are that person that you've been searching for in yourself. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just do exactly what they'll do. Like, I'll say what they say. I'll dress like they dress. I'll do the trends. So I get it. I'm ragging on it, but I've been there. Oh, absolutely. So, like, we've both been there, Also, you can only rag on... I I like to rag on things that I've experience with. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) That's part of our thing. So I want to get into a little bit more of... um, Things that are kind of going on now and maybe in our friend groups okay. a little more. But yes. first. But first. We have something very, very exciting to talk about. And that is the fact that this episode is sponsored. No joke. <laughs> very rarely. This is, this is not a joke that yeah. you might actually make some money for this podcast. Um, but again, TakeCareOf.com has sponsored us. You've heard us talk about it on the podcast before. 
Care of is a hassle-free way to get vitamins and supplements delivered to your door, which is obviously super convenient, super safe, and also they are really high quality and they make sure that their vitamins and supplements are suited towards your needs. How they do that is they have a really easy five-minute quiz on their website, takecareof.com, where you go, you answer some questions about what you're looking for. Through vitamins and supplements, you answer questions like, for example, Sean's vegan. So he said he was vegan. They made sure that any supplements and vitamins they were sending him followed his dietary requirements. They're also super inclusive in the fact that they don't just have, you know, the guy or girl box. They've got non-binary. They make sure everyone feels included. And we really appreciate that they're supporting our podcast, which is an LGBTQ plus podcast and means a lot to us. So... Please support Care Of because they support us and we've both been taking their vitamins and supplements and have been loving the yeah. service. Yeah. Um, it comes in really cute packages delivered right to your door with your name on it. It's really fun. They're like individually packaged for the day. It's lovely. It's so <laughs> nice and convenient and hassle-free, as I mentioned. So if you want 50% off your first Care Of order, you can go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code EXPLAIN50. Again, for 50% off, not 15 50. Five zero. Five zero. Not one five. <laughs> I know it's uh, really hard to tell what she's saying half the time. <laughs> you can go to takecareof.com, enter code explain50, take that five minute quiz, and then you'll have vitamins delivered right to your door. Ta-ding! Did it. <laughs> Once again, most people, when they do um, podcasts, they have things like sounds and editing. Right. That they add value to their podcast for their listeners. Yeah, we don't. We don't do that here. We have no value to add. <laughs> so you just get me going, ding Yeah. When it's I'm like, done ding, something ding, like ding, that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's like, there's always like a jingle of some yeah. sorts. Yeah. Like we're back from our ad break. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> so anyways, what makes us homophobic? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about some things that I see even to this day happening in um, my community, specifically the woman-loving woman community, Uh um, that makes me very homophobic. And that's the overlap of dating and sexual encounters that happens. Okay. So we've talked about this before that, yes, we know why it happens. It's a small world out there. I get it. Okay. But is it that small? You know. Is it that small that a group of you know, six friends per se might have all fucked each other. And that's just one night. (laughs) Mamas. That's just one night, mamas. (laughs) I was like trying to be cool and hip. (laughs) Changing our sign in to, hey, mamas. I I can explain to mamas. (laughs) Are our mamas listening out there? (laughs) See you around the mama hood. (laughs) (laughs) I literally hate us. Yeah, what makes me homophobic is this podcast, (laughs) just getting into this closet every week with you. (laughs) The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, I, um, I, I think that this has increased during the pandemic. Absolutely. Because... We are trying to listen to the requirements out there. And in our area, 
Dr. Bonnie Henry, our girl Bon Bon, has let us Queen know bon. that we should be sticking to pods of six. So in a world where lesbians, and I believe gays in general, are already very overlapping about their romantic relationships, yeah. um, meaning... I would say it would be hard to find a lesbian who doesn't have a friend of theirs who has also either dated or fucked the same person as them. Absolutely. At some point. Yeah. It's it's happened. Um, I have a few of those examples. You've fucked a few of those <laughs> examples, too. And that's the best part. Yeah. Once again, you how can you roast somebody if you can't roast yourself? You are the problem, too. I'm speaking to myself. My <laughs> friend, not Dana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> me and her... In particular, there's two people that we've both had sex with. Absolutely. And your friend not... <laughs> I don't know if I should say their name. No. <laughs> your friend not this other person. You may or may not have fingered them over the pants. <laughs> so, you know, you're speaking from experience. Exactly. And which is why... Um, which is why I feel like I I have insider info. Absolutely. Okay, I'm an yeah. expert. The call on is the coming topic. from inside the house. <laughs> yes. And this has increased during the pandemic because usually people already complain about this in um, the community that you know that you're going to the same events, you're going to the same gay bars. There's only so many people that are out in your area, and then so many people out of those people who are actually going out to these same spaces. So it, there ends up naturally being a lot of overlap. Yeah. Whereas if a group of my heterosexual friends went to the same bar, let's say you know the Pint in Vancouver is a bar that a lot of straights frequent. Um, if they went every Friday night for five weeks. They might notice a couple people that are similar, but almost every time it would be a completely different crowd. Exactly. Whereas gay bars or like queer events in general, it's like the same fucking people every time. Yeah. You go, you go to babes on babes. It's the same fucking people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking the same fucking people. Okay. You go to Man Up in Vancouver, you go to Babes on Babes, you go to Fly Girl, you go to Lick Club, all great events. I love going to those. Um, Really sad that they're not happening right now. Obviously. But even then, it's already this, like, small pool of queers. Yeah. And then the pandemic hits. Yeah. And people said, Oh, God. Okay, a group of six people. Yeah. Well, they might as well fuck all those six people as well. Mm-hmm. well They're like, well, I, I can't choose between six friends and, like, six dates. Yeah. So I might as well have six friend dates. Yeah, which I might <laughs> as well just fuck all of my friends. Yeah. Which, th- my my frustration with this is I don't give a fuck. Yeah. However... It gets it gets layered. Yes, you know? it does. It, it adds, gets messy. It adds a little spice to the Absolutely. Group. Yeah. And I don't have like a lot of brain capacity. So mm-hmm. for me to every week have to make one of those serial killer boards with the string and the tacks <laughs> to figure out what's going on, who's pu- whose pussies are being fucked, who's being choked, which mamas are being choked. The mama board? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, ladies, get together. We're putting together the weekly mama board. <laughs> oh my God, I just thought of something great. What? The next lesbian wedding, we need to order a bunch of mama burgers. Oh my God. Right? I was thinking the next lesbian wedding for my speech, I'm going to roll out a mama board. (laughs) As you can see, I'm the best man, and this is how we got here. You have 50 guests. One of the couple has fucked 37 of you, the other one has fucked 26. And these are those stories. (laughs) 
every time I say, and these are their stories, I picture like the like law and order, like do do. Yes. <laughs> Which ones again? We'd, we'd include if yeah, we knew if how we to how to edit or make a sound effect with our own mouse. <laughs> yeah. So that is something that is getting horrifying. Yeah. To be honest, because here's the thing. When you and your friend have both fucked the same person, but that person is outside of your friend circle, like, I feel like the gays are used to that, yeah. right? Like, that's just kind of like a thing. But when people start all fucking in the same circle, it gets, pun intended, a little sticky, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's a Gross. wop. <laughs> that's that's a, a sop. <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know what, I, you know what, I'll stand back and just see where the cards fall. Okay. But I just personally, if I had a crystal ball, I'm I'm not guessing that it's going to go perfectly smooth. No. It never does. Someone gets feeling, someone gets the feels, one or the other. It happens. It happens. And then you're in the same friend group and you have this six person pod that now you can't release from. No. You're stuck. You're stuck. It's like being in the space station. <laughs> Do you think they fuck? They should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beam this message up to them. <laughs> right? Like, they should. They should, Like, absolutely. if they're, like, literally just floating around in space, <laughs> are you kidding me? They have nothing Grow to do. Grow up. <laughs> just aimlessly it, I just heard <laughs> the inside of your organs. I felt it. I'm not wearing headphones because I don't do anything with this podcast that, when it you comes to won't want chat. to. <laughs> You're welcome to the mama's at home for okay, that one. Okay, so another thing that bothers me mm-hmm. about gay men specifically mm-hmm. is, um, and I know this one's like kind of sensitive, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Yeah. Is like how over-sexualized mm-hmm. it is in general, but right. how... There are, like, a specific group of people, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking very specific in the Vancouver uh, realm, that every single thing they post is is literally their asshole, like, (laughs) them in a jock strap, like, them, like, every photo, every story, every everything is, like, them, like, Daddy, like, daddy, like, <laughs> choked me, mamas, like, my pussy. Like, it's literally, I literally like, <laughs> like, I think I saw that uh, caption on someone's post yeah. the other day, actually. <laughs> and it's like, I absolutely mm-hmm. do not think that, like, sexuality should be something that yeah. should be, like, stuffed under the rug. I get it. And I also think that there's a big chunk of it that is, like, mm-hmm. obviously. It has been stuffed under the rug the whole time. Like, we obviously have this sexual awakening that we are allowed to be sexual beings. I understand that. I love that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. But it's like, do we need it on LinkedIn? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Do we need it on every Instagram post? Yeah, I know. I know what you're exactly And it gets to the point that I'm like, I don't know who you are as a person. I don't know anything about you except Mm -hmm. for that your pussy's getting fucked by daddy. <laughs> like the amount exactly. honestly, sprinkle in a little anecdote honestly, about yourself. I have seen 
multiple stories Mm -hmm. of like, I don't even follow a lot of these people, but I've seen multiple stories of somebody at like a party and just like getting like somebody spitting in their mouth. Yeah. Why is that? And I'm like, why do I need to see this? It's like a lot. Yeah. It's also, um, it's, to me, it seems, first of all, the businesswoman side of me says, why aren't you Nightmare. monetizing Abs- this? Or, like, monetizing, where do you right? work? That's it's like one of the, yeah, <laughs> I like how both of us have completely different <laughs> thoughts on it. You're like, nightmare for your current job. And you're me, like, like, OnlyFans. Why aren't you monetizing? No, seriously, why aren't you monetizing it? Also, like, go on OnlyFans. Absolutely. Honestly, I also do think, because I don't want people to come for this perspective in the sense that they think that, like, we are shaming sexuality. We're obviously not. Um, but I do come from the perspective, which a lot of people disagree with, that there should be some form of consent to sexual content. I, I agree. Yeah. A lot of people do not want to see highly sexual content for various reasons. It might be triggering. They might just not want to see it. It's like unsolicited dick photos. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And... With social media, I do think that there's a line between being proudly sexually yourself and sometimes I'm like, I actually didn't need to see your physical asshole. <laughs> like, I didn't need to see yeah, that. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So I love things like OnlyFans or there's certain people that I post that I know do sex work and they will have like a slide photo. Yeah. And it'll be like, slide for this. And then it's like you're consenting because you're moving to the next one. But I guess it's the same difference of the fact that I come from the perspective and I would debate on the side of when people talk about um, sexual acts in public during Pride, um, that I do not think that that's okay. Yeah. Because I am not consenting to be part of your scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like my perspective. Whereas other people's perspective is it's a parade about sexuality and you should be able to be free and there should be no rules because... You know, we're going by society's rules normally, so we shouldn't. And, like, if you don't want to see that, stay at home. I'm on the opposing side of that viewpoint. It's funny because just, I think, yesterday or Friday, um, I guess, like, time doesn't really exist for Mm -hmm. people listening to this right now. But I was scrolling through a thread on Twitter, which was basically people arguing this. And one guy was like... I'm sorry, like, every year, like, I celebrate Pride, and if I want to get fucked on the street, like, I can do it. It's my weekend, this whole thing. And then he was like, and if your kids see me, like, fucking on the street, like, it's not my fault. Like, stay, keep them at home. And I'm like, even if you're tying this to, like, heterosexual children, like, there are a lot of, like, young queer people at these things for the first time. It's like, that is, like, a real bull. Old yeah. claim to be saying, you and know? completely unconsensual. <laughs> Absolutely, like that's the thing. You're like the people around you are now part of your quote unquote sex scene. Yeah, that they have not consenting to be part of. Yeah. So I know there's people that disagree with me on that, but I just had to say that because both of us are very pro sex, pro sex worker, pro sexuality. Love to see it in a consenting way. Yeah. And sometimes when I am on the other day on TikTok and ended up getting pulled, I literally saw some guy's dick. Because oh, yeah. he was literally like dancing around a jock strap and I thought it was kind of fun. And then he just literally like <laughs> pulled it down and it was his penis. And oh. I was like, I didn't want to see that. No. It's like an unsolicited dick pic. Yeah. I'm not interested. And I think that like I I have no issue talking about like sex sex acts, sex work, mm-hmm. nothing like that. 
But it's like, it's sometimes to the point that I will be, you know, at a club, like talking to a group that's not my direct friend mm-hmm. group. And I genuinely can't relate because that's the only, only thing, thing that it's focused on. Yeah. You totally. know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I had like a, like a rough day at work. And they're like, cause you got fucked. <laughs> your pussy was quaking like I'm like no (laughs) you know oh my god and it's hard because like I know that this probably seems like I'm being a prude and I'm sure some people I think people listening to this they know if they listen to this podcast they know we're not prudes we're talking about getting fingered in the butt okay like this is not this is not if you are looking for a G-rated podcast you come to the wrong place that's true Oh my god. Now if we posted our stories us actually getting fingered. Exactly. This was the incident. <laughs> a little much, some yeah, might say. A little say. much. Okay? A little much. Jeez. Yeah. God. I'm a lady, okay? <laughs> I'm a mama. <laughs> no, I'm part of a cult in Utah. Yeah. I'm moving after this episode. It's done. Yeah, no, there's certain things that I really Oh, another one. Okay. I cannot handle the fact that unless you are literally like skinny white and probably have some sort of like alcohol or drug addiction problem you're not viewed as hot in the like lesbian online community right like all the girls are so that uh, that i should rephrase this not all the girls because there's a ton of amazing women loving women creators etc that i follow that are the opposite of what I'm about to say. But there is this really weird side of it with people with like a million followers that we touched on in the, what was it called? Fucking influencer oh, yeah. episode. Yeah. That I'm just going to talk about the fact that everyone thinks they're hot and it makes me so homophobic that they think those people are hot. Yeah. Because I'm like, they are toxic masculinity personified. They are literally a frat bro. Yeah. But like, like a Republican frat yeah, bro. Actually. Yeah. Like actually Republican. Yeah. And then they're like 80 pounds. They're doing nothing for the community. And then everyone's like, oh, I ideal body. Like it's such like a bad like image to give yeah. to people because it's like they're clearly extraordinarily unhealthy. They like yeah. promote how unhealthy they are online. And then I'm like, how is this the the quote unquote perfect lesbian like, so I have I another one and this might be like a, a touchy subject but mm-hmm. I'm just gonna fucking rip the bandaid anyways yeah Another big part about our community that really grinds my gears yeah. is like the faux wokeness right and that <clears throat> people will be up your ass mm-hmm. about Black Lives Matter all these mm-hmm. great super important causes yeah. And they will be posting nonstop. And then you go and look, and all of their likes, comments, all of mm-hmm. these are on people that have the exact opposite mindset. Yeah, and have proven it. And have yeah, proven yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, you are just using this to clear your own conscience. Yeah. But behind closed doors, you are just, like, just giving support to people that have proven that they are the exact opposite of yeah, this. Which, as we talked about, is literal currency. Like, you're yeah. literally giving these people, like, their platforms yeah. and their money to continue these platforms that are outwardly racist and, yeah. like, shitty role models and, like, very toxic. Yeah. Because you think they're 
hot when they growl and say, hey, mamas. Exactly. It makes no sense And it's me. just, like, so frustrating because, like, we as a community, we talked about this in influencers, influencers as well. Yeah. Like, we... Um, almost have this this duty yeah. to be like <laughs> good people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's like if you're gonna come and say that you're this like amazing person, yeah. like do all these things to make yourself a good person, and mm-hmm. then behind the scenes, like you're literally just also or like you're saying all these great causes, and then behind the scenes, like this is more gay men specific, mm-hmm. you only follow white, yeah, muscular, yeah like quote unquote straight acting gay men. Yeah. I'm like you are the problem. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like ch- check like check in on yourself. Yeah. Like look at that. Like that once was... again the call is coming from inside the house. Absolutely. Like... <laughs> like I just recently like 4 months ago um I think we talked about this on our um episode where we talked about Black Lives Matter and that movement. I did a social media check of myself and looked yeah. at everyone I was following and I was like why am I only following two black lesbians and 400 white ones? Why am I only following skinny white lesbians? Like I had to take that check in with myself. So So, once again, this is coming from a place of like awareness that we all have things to relearn and do better. But there's some people that are like obnoxious about it and still are. And it's like, if you weren't able to wake up in the last six months, then what are you doing? Yeah, then you're a slave for life. Um, <laughs> Seriously. A good example of this recently was this. I, I'm I, I'm sure you might have seen it on yeah. Twitter. Um, this white gay posted on Twitter being like, it's like your friend group shouldn't look like you. Like you should have all these different varying body types and skin yeah. tones and all this. Made this like preachy mm-hmm. fucking like just like lie of a post yeah. basically um not that that's a lie but th- he was using this as a lie posting you know it should it's great when your friends don't look like you mm-hmm. then 5 hours oh, later God. 5 hours <laughs> it was tracked in yeah. the tweets posted a photo of him with his group of friends in Tulum Mexico which like why first of all why are you traveling yeah. in a pandemic especially Every single person in the photo was a athletic-looking white gay. There was one white woman in the group. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this photo, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, we were all tested for COVID recently, private island, like, blah, blah, blah. And people Uh, were like, it's not a private island. You literally take a boat from Mexico and then go back, and you literally just made this post about how your friend group shouldn't look like you, and you guys literally look like like John and Kate plus eight. Like, literally, it's like... (laughs) The exact same person over yeah, and over yeah. and over. And that's just like that, I think, is like a, the that's personification a problem, yeah. of what people are doing. Because at least people, oh, uh, <laughs> no, this is, I, I don't know, I don't think it's better or worse, but it's an observation. People that are heterosexual and like don't agree with this stuff, at least they say that they don't agree with it. They don't pretend to be woke. Like they, they acknowledge that they're shitty. They don't think they're being shitty, yeah. but they'll be like, no, I support Trump. No, I don't think this about the Black Lives Matter movement. No, et cetera, et cetera. The, you know, yeah. whatever. It's so, like, there is a problem in the queer community because it's almost like we're given more knowledge because it's within the community talked about a lot. So then you feel like, or these people feel like they have to pretend to abide by it just so that they don't get canceled, but then they don't actually That's take the thing. It's action. like, you're given the information, but instead of using the information to educate yourself, yeah. you just are like, oh, I need to, I know what I need to post to get around exactly. this information. Yes. <laughs> the other one that drove me nuts the other day is we talked about this on the Influencer episode. It's kind of just become a part two. Sorry about it. Um, <laughs> was I've made a note 
of this one particular influencer that we were referencing that was fucking traveling the world. Um, and I made a note recently on one of their posts about the amount of influencer, other influencer friends that I have that both liked and commented on the post saying how amazing it was, despite all within like the 24 hours before that, having some sort of COVID-19, make sure you stay in your home, wear masks, stick to your close friends and family posts in their story. And then yet one of your quote unquote friends is doing the polar opposite. And you're not only not calling them out, but you're actually liking and engaging in a positive way with their posts. Uh, yeah, I saw. Sorry this about is, it. And a lot of, wow, living your best life. Yeah. And Fuck I was you. like, literally, like, I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. So on that note, on that positive, positive <laughs> Very. Note, yeah. All the mamas out there. Right. <laughs> mamas, we love you. Yeah. Okay. Um, we appreciate you listening um, to this chaos. And again, we would love if you went and supported our sponsor, Care of, by going to takecareof.com and entering code EXPLAIN50 for 50% of your first order um, off. We both have been using the service and absolutely love it. And wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe and go check us out on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the mama hood. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>